0: So here we are Christmas 2020 a very different year and of course a very different Christmas and perhaps this is a good year for us to realize that Christmas is not about eating and drinking Christmas is not about getting or giving presents Christmas is not about large gatherings filled with jolly music and colored lights Christmas Is about celebrating the birth of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. And you can do that with whether you are with a large group of people or whether you are on your own, Christmas, when the focus is on the birth of Jesus, can be celebrated by anyone anywhere. Christmas is about Christ. Christmas is about love. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Christmas is about the fact that God became a man and lived with us, and He remains with us today. He is Emmanuel, God with us, as prophesied in Isaiah 14 and confirmed in Matthew 1, verse 23. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated is God with us. Christmas reminds us. That we do not believe in a distant, disconnected God, but in a God who is near to us and intimately involved in our lives, if we allow him to be. The beautiful Christmas song we heard earlier spoke of the wise men and the shepherds who came to see Jesus when he was born. Over the last three Sundays, we have been looking at the prophetic nature of the three gifts which the wise men brought to Jesus. Frankincense, used as incense in the temple by the high priest, pointing to the fact that Jesus would become our high priest, being the mediator between God and man. As a man... Jesus experienced all forms of suffering and shame, and He is familiar with hard times. So, when we come to Him with our anxieties, our disappointments, our pain, Jesus understands and He sympathizes with our weaknesses. Perhaps some of you are lonely this Christmas day, but remember, That you may be lonely, but you are not alone. You have a Savior who understands and sympathizes with you. You may be missing the presence of someone at your table this Christmas. Jesus understands your pain. If you are having a not-so-merry Christmas this year, allow His love, His presence, His comfort to envelop you, to embrace you. Remember, He is the Prince of Peace. Myrrh was used in the anointing oil in the temple and as an ingredient to embalm bodies for burial. This gift pointed to the fact that Jesus was born to die. He was the Lamb of God who would take away the sins of the world. One sacrifice would once and for all pay the price of man's sin so that mankind could be at one with God, at peace with God, with a holy God. You see, if we don't have an understanding of the holiness of God, we will always have a casual attitude towards sin. Sin separates, sin spoils And justice, the justice of God Demands that sin must be punished And so Jesus took our punishment So that we could be at peace with God All we have to do to enjoy salvation Is to receive the gift of forgiveness That he offers us When we repent of our sins And surrender our lives to him To live his way And the third gift, gold Gold was and is a gift for a king. And this gift pointed to the fact that this baby was born to be a king. Not just any king, but the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Today, Christians honor Jesus as Lord and king. Yet, many unbelievers are blind to who he is and dismiss him. Ignore him or reject him. But a day is coming when Jesus will return to earth. And the nations of the world will do what the wise men did. They will come to honor him and bring him gifts. Declaring him to be Lord of all. But there was one more gift which Jesus received. Both from the wise men and. And from the shepherds. This is the fourth gift which I want to share with you on this Christmas day as we close this series. Let's read about it. Matthew chapter 2 verse 11. And when they, the wise men, when they had come into the house, they saw the young child, Jesus, and Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I want you to note that before taking out their gifts, the first thing they did was to worship Jesus. The first gift they gave to Jesus was the gift of worship. First They gave themselves in worship to Him. And then they gave of what they had. Now let's read about the shepherds. Luke chapter 2, verses 16, 17, and 20. And they, the shepherds, they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen Him, They made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Now, it does not say explicitly that the shepherds bowed down and worshipped Jesus. But as you read this text, You can imagine what happened. After an angelic visitation, proclaiming that Christ, the Lord, the anointed one, the Messiah had been born, the most natural thing for them as Jews to do when they saw Jesus would be to worship him. And look at their reaction. They believed. They proclaimed to whoever cared to listen. And then they went back to their Flux, glorifying and praising God. Listen, this whole event was an act of worship. The fourth gift was the gift of worship, indicating that Jesus was not just a human baby. Jesus was the anointed one, the Messiah. This pointed to the fact that Jesus is God, the only one worthy of our worship. So Jesus was visited by both Jews and Gentiles. Prophetically, this tells us that Jesus came for all mankind, Jews and Gentiles, for you and for me. Note that both Jews and Gentiles worshipped him. This says that he welcomes all. I read earlier that God so loved the world. That means that he loves people of all nations and ethnicities. You and I are loved by him. Then it says that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That means that all that you and I have to do is to believe to have everlasting life. Listen. Believing in him and surrendering our lives to him is our first act of worship. All the other acts of worship in our lives spring forth from this first act of worship. The wise men worshiped Jesus. Then they gave him gifts. The shepherds worshiped Jesus. Then they went about telling others about him. To worship is to acknowledge His worthiness, to honor, to respect, to submit to Him, to reverence with supreme respect and veneration. And the gift of worship can be given by anyone. You could be rich and powerful like the wise men or poor and obscure like the shepherds or anywhere in between. And you can worship him. At Christmas, we remember the greatest gift that God gave us. Jesus. God becoming man to take away the sin of the world. At Christmas, the greatest gift we can give to God is our worship. The greatest gift we can give him is to give our lives to him. To accept forgiveness for our sins past, present, and future, to accept, to live life according to His rules, which bring peace, bring joy, bring meaning, bring purpose, and gives us true life, present life, and eternal life. The greatest gift we can give God on Christmas is our worship. If you have not committed your life to Jesus yet, let this Christmas Be the one where you give him this gift. For those of us who are believers, let us renew our commitment to him. To let every area of our lives be an act of worship to him. As we approach a new year, let this be a guiding resolution. To be more intentional in worshiping the Lord in this new year. To express my worship through my worldview, my decisions and actions, my dealings with others, by the way I do my work and live my life. Let all the areas of our lives be acts of worship as we desire to please God and live out His values and character in our lives. The fourth gift given to Jesus is a gift. We can all give. The fourth gift given to Jesus is a gift which is still being given today. The fourth gift is the gift of worship. Are you giving him this gift? If you have not surrendered your life to Jesus yet, and you would like to give him the gift of worship today by giving him your life, Why don't you repeat this simple prayer after me? Just say there where you are, Lord Jesus, this Christmas, I want to give you the gift of worship. I ask you to forgive my sins. I surrender my life to you and receive you as my savior, my Lord, and my best friend. Thank you for giving me eternal life. I worship you. Amen. Listen, if you made that prayer, know that Jesus heard you and he has received that prayer. He has given you eternal life. Find another believer and tell them what you've done. Go to our website and send us a note telling us what you've done. We'd like to pray for you and encourage you. Let us all be mindful. Of the gift of worship, not just on this Christmas day, but every day of our lives. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, thank you that you came. Thank you that you are our high priest who understands everything we go through and to whom we can run to and be received, be understood. Thank you, Lord. That you pay the full price of all our sins. You died so we could live. And thank you, Jesus, that you did not remain dead. You rose on the third day. And today you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are alive, Lord. And it is our privilege to worship you. Receive our worship today, Lord, as we acknowledge you as Savior and as Lord and as King. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Enjoy your Christmas day. Be blessed on this day. Have a Merry Christmas and we'll see you again on Sunday. God bless you. Amen.